need a break? Relax, grab a coffee, and join the conversation with Mariska on Two Sugars. And welcome. Great to have your company this Wednesday afternoon. I hope you're all fit and well. And if you're not, that you've got someone looking after you. Whatever, wherever. Hey, for you, it's time to take 25. Pour yourself a cuppa, put your feet up and join the conversation. You're with Mariska and Irene, listening to Two Sugars on 104.6 Planet FM.
You're listening to Two Sugars, Conversations Over Coffee on 104.6 Planet FM. Did you wiggle your hips and jiggle your toes and all of that type of thing? That's a great song, Matt. Um, hey, listen, you know, just, you know, for our listeners out there, are there times where you kind of think, actually, what on earth are we going to talk about? Um, and you actually have no idea what you're doing and you kind of just don't know what to I feel like a bit like that today, Irene. Um, I, I really have no idea what we're going to talk about. Oh, goodness me, my relations and friends would laugh like mad if they heard you say that. As, as far as I'm concerned, Irene never, ever, ever has no subject to talk about. <laughs> Isn't it fun to, funny sometimes though, your mind just goes blank and you're just like, yeah, mm. all right then, so it's over to you then. Right, what are we talking oh, about? Oh, well, yeah, well, um, well, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm actually really having fun exploring the Silverdale area because I've never lived up here before. And it's, it's quite fun just getting out and about. And I'm finding, I just found yesterday afternoon a place to go for a walk. It takes you for a nice walk along this track. Don't ask me the name of it. It was Waiti, Waiti Road, somewhere down there. Yeah. Waiti Road. Yep. And for those of our listeners out there who don't know where Silverdale is, um, it's north of Auckland. Um, and it's a kind of up and coming place. It's, it's, it's very close to Oriwa, and now Oriwa is one of the main um, beaches up there, which is a fantastic beach. And it's just a little bit south of that. And it's an area that is, has huge, huge growth. Um, there are houses popping up before your eyes um, all over the place. But there is the Great Weeti River, um, and there's some fantastic walks um, along the Weeti River. Well, I am getting around to exploring the walks, but I am very, very, very curious because at the end of Waiiti Road, you come to a huge, elaborate gate. Well, I don't even know if it's the end of Waiiti Road. Um, where where you get to the car park, which is the council car park, which is showing you where the walk starts, only 50 metres past there is this very big elaborate gate and only residents can go past that gate. It's very security-coded, da-da-da, gated community. Um, it's, it's a public road, isn't it? How can they close a whole road off, and particularly when it's going straight down to the river and the ocean? It's, I don't understand. I thought the law stopped people from doing that. Oh, I don't know, but I've picked up on gated communities. Oh, my God. I absolutely despise gated communities. I mean, for goodness sake, we're, we're here in New Zealand. We're a community where, you know, it, it, to me, those gated communities are like, don't come in. We don't want you here. Um, you know, it's just I find them, I don't know, they trouble me. I'm being very judgmental saying this, but I find them snobby. You know, yes. I, I, I just think that there are a bunch of people who think they are more precious than everybody else and they can go behind this this, this gate and, and it's their community. And, and having said that, there are places um, that are really nice gated communities, which is a huge community, mostly of elderlies living on their own. And so they've got... Um, you know, it's like anybody can go in there and visit them and and it's not that hard to, to get in and have a wander around and go swim in the swimming pool or whatever. But this is at, this is the whole road. There's only one road going out to the coast, Waiiti Road. And this road comes to a gate which says, unless you're a resident, you can't go past it. 
And I looked at that and I went, hang on a minute, what's going on here? Um, I've asked my flatmates who've been here for a little while and they said it's a very palatial community um, and that's all they know, that it's a very wealthy community and that's all they know. Why don't you ask the council? You're right beside the council building, except they're probably not in there at the moment, obviously because of COVID. But wouldn't it be interesting to ask them to say, well, hang on a minute, why why has this, you know, is this right? And, and according to my friend, well, they've got around the law by actually putting this walking track in that takes you so you can walk down to the coast and you can you can get to the coast by walking down. So they've put in a walking track which gets around the law. Well, I think that's sneaky. That doesn't sound <laughs> right to me. Sneaky, sneaky, sneaky people. Um, <laughs> do you know, it's funny, actually, I don't even know how to get into those gates. You know when people have those big gates, those big automatic gates? I don't even know. I, I, I went to a friend's place once, and she's got one of those gates. And I stood there, and I thought, well, ha- how's this open? And I had to ring her from her gate. She said, well, haven't you pushed the button? She said, I didn't hear the buzzer. I'm like, well, where's the buzzer? What do I do? And I had no idea what I was meant to do to get in this yeah. gate. Um, I, if that was that posh community, that palatial community, maybe climb over their gate, see what they say. I could oh, just see you. I could just see you. There security cameras everywhere. I think they've got a 24-7 security guard going on there. I think I'd be in prison in no time at all. <laughs> now, I am going to investigate, though, when I get around to having time to do so, but I am going to investigate because I get a little bit tired of seeing how people keep encroaching on other people's rights and getting away with it because they've got the money to pay the right people to do so. And that sort of thing's just happening more and more and more and more and, and and nobody challenges them anymore. Nobody asks the questions, you know. But I have a lot of friends that have um, private gates on their property. And unless you've got the code, um, I should say I have a lot of clients who have a, a lot of gated properties. And unless they give you the code, a lot of these gated properties, they have a different code for different people. So when I organise the gardens for them. They've got a different code to what the house cleaners and so on and so forth. So they can tell all the time who's coming into the property. They can also tell what time you arrive and what time you leave. They also have CTV cameras. So, I mean, there's a whole pile of things that go on around these properties that are, you know... (laughs) You can't make it and swim in the swimming pool without them knowing about it. Yeah, certainly, you're certainly right. There's no sneaking about anymore. I mean, Big Brother is there watching you. It doesn't matter where you go. You're right, whether it's in someone's property or, or whether it's uh, along the road. Um, they're out there. They're watching you. And it would be really interesting. And I, I never watched this program, but I did remember seeing it advertised, and I was wondering, actually, it could be quite interesting. And it was about... Um, Oh, it was one of those horrible reality ones. That's probably why I didn't end up watching it. But it, you, you had, you were, I think you might have been given some cash, and that was it. And then you had to get from there to there and, and see whether you could get anywhere without being found. So you walk down a the street, there you go. You've been seen on a camera, you're found. So these people had to go, I don't know whether, whether it was as far as they could going from A to B or whether it was how long they could keep going without being found. So you had to skip all of cameras. You couldn't use your visa um, or your FPOS card because then someone could find you. So it was really, um, would have been quite interesting, just be very, very hard, I think, not to be found these days. Hmm, That would have been an interesting program. I would have been interested in that. 
Yeah, I, I mean, I, I, I guess it's really helping the criminal element an awful lot, but <laughs> it still would have been interesting. I would have enjoyed it. I would like to do that. I like to be anonymous when I go places, yeah. Yeah, but, you know, when you look around, I mean, when you really look around as you, you know, just driving by the traffic lights or going, as you say, going into someone's home or whatever, there's a camera everywhere. So, you, yeah, it'd be really quite fascinating how you get around, you know, without um, – you've got to put petrol in your car, you know, so you, there's all this stuff you, you have to, yeah. you know, use. And, and that's that's the camera. The um, Nowadays, like I have tried to um, turn the location off on my phone so that my phone doesn't know where I am every minute of the day. But now – um, you can't do that anymore. You used to be able to do it, but you can't do it anymore because a, a ton of the apps that you have will not operate unless location is on. And so you end up with all these apps and things that you're using all the time and you're going, why isn't it working? Why can't I make this work? Um, and it's because you have to have location on. And whereas before you could stop them from having permission to access certain things, there's a lot of apps now will not work unless you give them that access, even though you you don't want to give it to them, and there's no need for them to have it. You know? Absolutely. And see, see how they've kind of drilled us to go, oh, we need to know where you are so we can be marketed to, so whatever. I Yeah, I turn my location is off and I don't think I use I think there's probably one app that I use and that's for our pest control that needs the location so when I go down to that those particular traps I put the location on and then I turn it off again because you're right how how do you I mean do you only do your banking through your computer or something then because I I can't even do my banking unless I have location and um and files on anymore. I don't have an app for banking. Good God, no. Um, I'm an old school. Uh, old. <laughs> okay. No, I do a lot in my phone, you see. When I'm away in my van, <laughs> I have to do it in my phone or I have to do an awful lot in my phone, which brings me up to something else. I've had a problem recently with my phone crashing. And when it crashes, it literally jams and you can't, use it at all and I had to go in to see the the experts and get them to unjam it well blow me down yesterday it, it crashed again and I realized that it was crashing when I used one of my bank apps um and it had done the same thing the time before so that put me into okay priority mode to get this sorted because why is this bank app um crashing my phone um Anyway, without even going into too much more detail, I went into the app itself and had a look and saw all these complaints that people had written in. All these hundreds and thousands of people are complaining about this bank because their app is making the phones crash. So they consider it to be the bank's fault. It's actually the new Samsung phones and the new phones that are crashing. So it wasn't just, it was Apple as well. And their newer phones have got something else in them, which this bank hadn't got up to date with. And so the whole phone was crashing because it couldn't handle it. But the bank didn't bother contacting any of their customers to tell them this. So everybody's had their phones crashing right left and centre. I mean... So what happens when you lose your phone? Um, I've got all this security stuff in it, which it just closes down. 
Nobody else can operate it. Um, I have a little gadget that is supposed to try and find my phone. So if my phone is stolen and I can't get it back, um, the phone will close down. It's, it's supposed to shut down altogether, you know, so everything just closes. It's supposed to. I hope I never have to put it to the test. I really do. <laughs> I, it really is scary. Look, having said all that, I how many times do I tell you I'm never going to let a phone control me? Really? <laughs> listen really? to me. Listen to you. Oh, my God. You've got all of these apps, so you're saying, okay, well, if I can't use that one and that one if the phone does. Oh, my God, that is just so ironic. All right. You have just kind of, no, you've just chopped yourself in the foot there. Exactly. Um, my phone totally controls me. It controls my whole goddamn life. Digital controls me. It can, how did I get sucked into it? Now, did you, tell me, do you have, like, your Visa card and cards in there as well and, and the little, you know, cover? No. Okay. Because I see so many in my, in my phone. No. And it's just, you know what, I mean, you know, I just kind of see them with that and they open the cover and there, there are cards in there as well and everything. And I think, my God, I would be so easy to leave my phone somewhere and then everything gone, just like that. Yeah. No, I don't believe in that. I think that is really dangerous and these people have these wonderful wallets with everything, including their phone in them. No, I do not believe in that. Um, I've just recently bought a new handbag because they were so on special I couldn't resist and I needed one <laughs> and they had one of those phone things that had everything in it to go with the handbag and I went give it away give it to somebody else don't even give it to me because if you give it to me I'll use it and I will not use it <laughs> so no I keep them very very separate they're not even allowed to be in the same place in the bag yeah yeah, no, it, it is because I do, and that's, I think, you know, with the more and more stuff that goes on the phone, you know, that's all you need and then suddenly you lose that and, and um, maybe we're just more aware now that when it's in our pocket like our, our wallet used to be. Yeah, so there you go, the phone controlling Irene um, as, as she <laughs> goes on her little travels. Um, yeah, so. Totally. I, I mean, isn't it? And one of, one of the most important things I put in my van was to get a um, a travelling wireless system. I mean, how digital am I? Exactly. I mean, I thought you were meant to go, you know, you were going there to get away from everything. Um, I know. I still, I still have, I'm, I'm not wealthy enough to do that. I still have to keep my business operating. <laughs> but, you know, on a, on a reduced level, yes, but it's still got to operate. Yeah. Well, that's fair enough. I mean, and that, that's a nice compromise as well, you know, thinking that, you know, you, you can go away, but also be connected when you need to. Uh, but also knowing that when you have to turn that off, you need to turn it off and you need to chill out. Yeah, I know. Like, like I know. you did the other week when you were talking to us and you said you came back and you heard all this news that you hadn't heard before because you were in a place with um, exactly. no reception. Yeah, and I think we all need to do that every so often. I, I think we... It, I don't think it's ever going to happen um, with with the mainstream, but if the world keeps going like it's going, I think it's going to happen. I think I think digital. I think everything's going to crash. I think they're going to be back to you know. Not my. I'll, I'll be long long dead and buried. But you know, I do think that it is going to get to that stage where 
you just end up when people just keep abusing and abusing and abusing systems and that to come out eventually they crash they do oh, crash. yeah yeah and yeah, no, absolutely and i mean it has to crash and i suppose that's why it's so important to back everything up and i bet you we don't back our phones up or there'll be some app on our phone that says, oh, it'll back it up for you, just some cloud. And then you'll have to pay loads and loads of money to get all of that stuff back. But I bet you... Oh, probably... you, are yeah. really, you are really behind the times. You are really <laughs> behind the times. Everything is backed up into your computer that's on your phone. <laughs> and, then you're, and, then, and then as you say, everything goes poof, and it doesn't matter. It's not there anyway. Yeah. So, no, but that's good. Do you know, that's probably about all we've got time for today. Um, isn't that funny? We didn't know what we were talking about, but we've gone and, and there we go. Um, we have, but to our listeners out there, does your phone control you? Have you lost it? Have you been in a real panic when you've lost it? Um, you know, tell us a little bit about your phone and what you do. And as research says, I think it's like 98% people will turn around if they left their phone at home. Um, I'm happy to continue on. So there we go. Anyway, we'll see you guys the same time, same place next week and look forward to some of the comments on our Facebook page. Tonight I'm going to have myself a real good time. I feel alive.
Good time, I'm having a ball. 